You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. You're listening to episode 311 of PHP Ugly, a weekly podcast with three real-world developers who make a living using the PHP programming language. We get together every Thursday night around 9 p.m. Pacific time here in the United States and talk about our week what we've been through, what we're looking forward to, talk about what's going on in the PHP world and our surrounding communities. Um, We've got a few people we'd like to thank for making our show a little better. First, we always like to give a shout out to our patrons on Patreon. These are just everyday developers who kind of show us that they appreciate what we're doing every month. We also have a couple of sponsors HoneyBadger.io and Cloudways. We'll talk about all those individuals and companies a little later in the show. But for now, we're going to go ahead and get things started. I am your humble host, Eric Van Johnson. And with me, as always, is John Congdon. I think Tom is going to blow his lid by the end of the episode with Mike. It's always a goal of mine. And Tom right out. Hello. <laughs> Blow his lid or flip his lid. I kind of screwed that one up, but I'm used to it. I, I screwed up the whole intro, so it doesn't I'm, matter. So I have multiple disinterested parties playing loud music in my house right now. After being told, "Do not play loud music." So you're well, a parent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, raise your rent. I, it's it's so adorable that you almost understand <laughs> because you I, have you what six and seven six and eight six and eight year olds where you ask them to do something it's n o n o n o n o I'm gonna take something away s o s o s o s o it's like stop it <laughs> I'm literally talking about twenty year old grown ass people and very possibly my wife. who were like hey this song is banging (laughs) was it hearing Mac by chance maybe maybe they're listening to the show it's not although I do have a Harry Mac question for this episode okay are we working are we working on Harry Mac at tech I will say yes we Uh, we are not not working on it Exactly. We're not not working on it. If somebody wants to, you know, buy tickets in hopes to see Harry Mack, we're not going to tell them they can't. Okay. But first, first off, I assume my tickets are paid for. You do work for well, a sure. business that should be sponsoring, so I'm hoping yeah. there's paid for too. I was say once your company has that sponsorship level, they get a certain amount of tickets covered. So yeah, you're good. Just I, get your company to sponsor us. I have to say that you're working on it. Perfect. I have to say there are there are a number of people now. What's going on with your camera, Tom? It's other stuff. <laughs> I, there are a number of people now at my company who listen to this podcast. 
And so let me put this out to the people that are watching from BetterHelp. We love you. We see you sponsoring everywhere, ads everywhere. Love is a strong word there, John. I, I, I think you would make a great partner with OSMI to sponsor PHP Tech. No, OSMI is already sponsoring PHP that's, Tech. That's, that's what I mean. Both of them together sponsoring a tech oh. conference. Should we start talking about some of our sponsors, or are we going to hold off on that? We just did. <laughs> well, that's one of them. I yeah. Mean, if, yeah. Well, the let's, show, just, maybe. let's just talk about the the, the, the the bronze, silver, gold sponsors. Yeah. While you do that, I'm going to go strangle a number right. of people. I'll be right back. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is awkward. Are we supposed it's to not, call it's not are, awkward. We, are we supposed to call somebody? No. <laughs> It's not a literal strangling. It's like a Simpsons strangling. Right, go get him, Homer. <laughs> <laughs> would he be John, Homer or would he be more of uh, good? Flames. He is definitely Homer shaped. He's got a Homer shape, so we're we're gonna stick with Homer for him. He's uh he's Homer if Homer was like homeless. He's a homeless mm. Homer. Mm. How was uh, Longhorn? How was your presentation? How was talking in front of people again? What was that like? Where do I start? Them? No. Where, where do I start? The the conference overall was fantastic. I, I I didn't realize how much I missed going to a conference until I went to a conference. Like seeing people that I've known now for twelve years and being able to interact and talk and it really was a great experience. On top of that, meeting listeners like A Woods was great. I, I enjoyed just hanging out and chatting. I on I got there Thursday on Friday morning, check in. I went to the keynote and a couple of talks. And then at lunchtime I bolted up to my room. And then while I was up there, I was like, I still haven't seen A Woods. Hmm. I know he's here. So I got on Discord and was like, hey, I promise I'm not avoiding you, but I'm up in my room working on my slides and you know, going through my presentation again. Because <laughs> that's what I did at lunch every, uh, both uh, Friday and Saturday. Up to mm-hmm. my room, practicing more. I don't know if it helped because, oh my God, what a disaster my talk was. Really? Really? Yeah. Such a disaster. What? Well, I, I mean, did, didn't see that on Twitter. What made it yeah, the good news the good news is Twitter was busy with other disasters. That, that's because that's because there's only like two people in the room and neither of them are, are on Twitter. They've both been kicked off. So they couldn't complain. <laughs> oh well I know who was there at least. <laughs> no, actually it went fine. I tried really hard to slow down my talk, slow down my, my presentation style because I knew I was going to fly through the slides. I worked into a couple points where I was going to take a sip of water, just one for myself to remind myself to calm down and to, you know, quench a thirst. Yeah. At that point, I picked up the glass of water and my hand started shaking. I'm like, I'm just going to put that back down. (laughs) Nope. I am not taking a sip of water right now. You don't want that President Trump two-handed water sip situation. Hey, everybody, look at John Congdon. He has to hold water with two hands. 
<laughs> and that thought did go through my head when I picked up the water. I was like, I could do that or not. Nope, not going to do that. <laughs> that's, uh, that's so interesting to me. I mean, you are a seasoned presenter. I'm sure he's being hard on himself. I know he no, is. I know I he actually, is, but you are a seasoned presenter. What about this made it such a different story? I, um, I'm always like that when I'm presenting in front of people, even at the meetup. Oh, I'm that's like, true. We did used yeah. to drink a lot. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, so I was watching it prior to jumping on this recording here, and I'm, I am being hard on myself. It wasn't that bad. I wish I would have spoken into the mic a little bit more. I wish I would have been a little bit more clear with my words because there are times where I kind of fade out. I forget what I wanted to say. So I have to look back at my notes and like, Oh yeah, I'm at this point. Let me pick up from here. It, but, but all in all, I do think it went well. I got some great questions at the end. I, I finished probably 10 to 15 minutes earlier than I wanted to, but then questions helped fill the gap. So it worked out well. I'm sorry. Our our discord channel is being ruthless. (laughs) Discord.phpugly.com. If you if you want to be ruthless towards honestly anyone in this podcast, that's the place to go. <laughs> or if you just want to join in the conversation, that's the place to go. I mean, they're separate channels, but they're in the same server. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you you said you were watching it before the show. Is this publicly available, or is this uh, like part of the package deal? Part of the package deal. If you bought tickets to Longhorn, either virtual or in person, you get access to the recordings. I don't know still, that they're going to go. Uh, do you still public. get the virtual tickets? You know, somebody asked the, the organizers that, and they said no, and they're like, uh, why not? <laughs> You're kind of missing out on something there. Yeah, seems like dollars dropped on the ground. Exactly. So... Not to single, oh. not not to exclude Eric from the conversation at all, but you're getting ready for tech. What did you learn about tech from doing this? Well, first I want to say I'm pissed off because I, I we recorded last week and my lighting was horrible in the hotel room. Yeah, one of the gifts in the swag bag was a little LED ring light to go onto your laptop. Yeah. Like, yeah, that that would have been handy last night. <laughs> uh, what did I learn? Uh, it's what? a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, running a conference like this, it's the thing you, you fall asleep thinking about and wake up thinking about, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody's screaming, yeah. <laughs> Dreading. First, yeah. you check that your teeth are still there, and then you worry about early, early enrollment. I mean, the the good news is John and I do have some experience with it. I mean, we have been, well, we had been running a user group, several user groups for many years before the pandemic, and then obviously we had Wave PHP as well, which you know, I I don't you think say obviously that's three years ago now. Four. Four. Oh, it's longer than that. Yeah, yeah. It's 2018. Yeah. Four years ago. So we have like five listeners who've never heard of Wave PHP. (laughs) (laughs) 
Leaf PHP was awesome. I had it was a blast for me personally. It I, was, uh, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. I uh I, I don't know. It, it was it was so much stress leading up to it and during it, but I don't know. I still feel like it was one of the one of the best conferences in the PHP community. Just nobody the best conference nobody went to. <laughs> <laughs> It, uh, we had the it, beach, and it was great. We had we had lunch on the beach. I mean, that was yeah. phenomenal. I thought every, it was every day, great. every yeah. day, yeah, every day. And then we had the uh, we we were right there by Mission Beach, which here in San Diego, it. I'm going to say it's the touristy beach, and it is. But the cool thing about it is, it's the touristy beach. It has like a wooden roller coaster and all this other stuff. That, that was walking distance from the conference. It was so cool. I enjoy it. Maybe one day again in the future. We will see. Well, I mean, you guys obviously have much more public visibility than you did when Wave PHP started. We have a few things working for us. So when Wave PHP, when we did Wave PHP, there's also a plethora of other PHP conferences. Uh, this year, next year, we're going to be one of just a couple in the U.S. And we have the PHP Tech brand now, which PHP Tech was always like the godfather of conferences. That's kind of what kicked off all of these regional conferences that started happening. Give me the green light to kill people because I got Ben Ramsey on my list. (laughs) (laughs) Swear to God, don't get me in trouble. God, that that guy was so much fun to hang out with at, at Longhorn. We oh, we off. we we stayed up. There was a big group of us up in the presidential suite that stayed up on Saturday night to watch the time go back. Wait a minute, who was in the presidential suite that you guys were hanging out in the presidential suite? So Sarah don't Goldman. tell me it was the release manager. He, he it was his room because he was a release. Oh manager. oh <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> So so we have we have a high bar to step up to. Actually, no, I don't know if it was included, like if they requested it with the conference or if they rented it or how it worked out. But Omnicolor on, I think Omnicolor on Twitter does homebrew, and he brought this massive kegerator with like five or six taps on it, and you could just go up to the presidential suite get some beer, either hang out or take it and leave. And it was a blast. So Friday night, we people would just go up there. There's a big group of people. Saturday night, since it was after the conference, it was a much smaller crowd. Just sat up there drinking beer. Although both nights had COC violations, code of conduct, code of conduct violations. Which yeah, I just, I just got wrapped up in one of those. At work? No, at home. Oh. <laughs> I'm so confused. They're always so rough, man. I they they they've got to interview all the people who are involved and it's it's 
just a. Uh, I, mean, I think John was going with the story here. Yeah, John, why don't you finish your story? For, well, let me interject though. This is how big of a geek I am. When you said homebrew, I thought you were talking about homebrew on the <laughs> Mac. I'm like, oh, that person, that dude was here. That's cool. <laughs> So, nope beer yeah, homebrewed beer i'm a dork and it, i had his double ipa which was delicious it was really good um but yeah code of conduct we had a code of conduct issue at wave php where we had to kick somebody out of the conference which sucks uh so they didn't have to kick anyone out of the conference but they did have to ask them to it's time to go to bed no, I insist you go to bed. It's it's that time. Did you go to bed? I did. I, I, I was embarrassed, but I did leave. Fine, I'll take my parachute and leave. Jumped off I'm going the off the window. Glided down to his fucking room. <laughs> I did get I, to do that today. That was fun. You know, that the code of conduct stuff is interesting. I it's such a fundamental part of how we run conferences and businesses and it's a very good thing but uh you know navigating a fortune 500 company is different than navigating a adult entertainment company for a decade we we took our models and like oh we need this functionality just throw it in the model oh we need this functionality just throw it in the model so my entire talk at Longhorn was about the pitfalls of the system I work in every day. And one, it's active record. Two, it's active record that has just had a shit ton of methods thrown into it. So when you do something on that record, something else happens. So, And when you do that at scale and you keep adding over a decade, you're going to screw it up. I blame Martin Fowler for this specifically, which was Martin Fowler did a series of articles about domain driven design and said models should contain your business logic. But he was very specifically talking about uh, models in Java as Java beans, not as database accessors. So the, right. the language doesn't translate correctly. Models, it, it depends on your your definition of a model, and we often use models right. as your your data access layer. So, so models in a purely data access layer for for PHP are just get data, transform data if there's a requirement to transform it, and methods for specialty fetching, fetch by email, fetch by first name, whatever, but. Martin Fowler wrote this article about anemic models that was about Java and how Java accesses databases is, is wholly a different story, Mm -hmm. but people still very much adhere to what he calls model. I read it in a book. It's gotta be true. I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say again, once again, Surprisingly, surprising number of coworkers are listening to this podcast. So I'm just saying, maybe we should cut to an ad break. I like that. Nice transition. This video is brought to you by Cloudways. We are all developers and love to write code, but 
Managing the servers that that code runs on can be a time-consuming and error-prone process. Cloudways helps you spend less time managing your servers and more time doing what you really want to do, coding. You only need one account to manage servers on multiple platforms and for multiple customers. Pick just the server size and location that makes the most sense for you and your customers. You can even estimate your costs for your server before spinning it up. Cloudways offers peace of mind and flexibility so you can focus on growing your business instead of dealing with server management. With Cloudways, you get an optimized stack, managed servers, backups, a staging environment, integrated Git, pre-configured Composer, 24-7 support, and a choice of five different cloud providers. Amazon Web Services, DigitalOcean, Linode, Google Cloud, and Vulture. Get a discount of 20% for three months using the code PHBARCH. Check them out today. Thank you, Cloudways. Thank you, Cloudways. <laughs> You're muted. Who is? Thank you, Cloudways. Oh. <laughs> you back? Before... Oh, you're not back. Uh, yeah, Roger. Uh, we do know that Cloudways uh, was purchased by DigitalOcean. And if Cloudways and or DigitalOcean's is listening to this podcast, please consider sponsoring us at PHP Tech. We would very much appreciate it. We, we used it. We've used DigitalOcean for years. Um Back oh, when trust we were me, Diego I see the Dev, bill every friggin' month. Dev. I know. Back when we were Diego Dev. Back when we were Diego Dev, we use uh, DigitalOcean for uh, clients. We've turned clients onto DigitalOcean. So I have no problem with you guys sponsoring tech. As I have to say, before we change subject. Are you back yet, Tom? Are you going to fix your mic or am I just going to keep rambling? Can you not hear me? No. Nope. Okay. So, uh, while Tom figures out his mic situation, did I ever tell you, John, you mentioned the Book John, of Laravel. John, can you not hear me? Did I ever tell you my uh, Book of Mormon story? No, it wasn't. Oh, shit. Now you're muted. I can't hear either one of you. Yeah, you muted your whole... Yes, problems on my uh. side. Before... I thought he was... I was running with this joke. I thought he was... I hear you now. <laughs> I was running with your joke. I thought you were just playing. Before we before we transition to another topic, also <laughs> mark the time so we can perfectly capture Eric completely ruining the stream. I was asked. Rewind back to right after the cloud. I was what? asked. What makes me an authority on how to do things correctly? I excused myself to go get a drink. And set up my elephants, which clearly established me as a source of authority. I, I want to see how that happened. I don't think there is a recording, and if there is, I've deleted it just now. <laughs> did did they take you as that source of authority after that? All right, back to I Eric. Don't, I don't know. Story. I mean, how do you know? How do you know when you're an authority? I don't know. Eric, back to Book of Mormon. I want to hear your story. I've never told you the story, honestly. You, you probably have. I bad memory. I want to, but Tom's shaking his head. Yes, it. like I, I, I've told, I've told him. You were naked at the time, and it wasn't being podcasted, so it might as well go on this podcast. <laughs> Was I spanking you? You were trying to. You missed several I, times. So you know, you know the 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 play, the Book of Mormon, right? Yes. I, I should prefix this. 
the wife and I have always been pretty. I I I don't like to use the word liberal, but I guess liberal would be the best definition. Like open minded, like wanting our children to be exposed to yeah, that's a liberal. lot. Right? I mean, cultures and theater and all this stuff. So we've always been pretty open when the kids were young. They're not young anymore. But when the kids were young, like we wanted to expose them. We, we took them to a lot of theater, uh, uh, musicals, blah, blah, blah. So Book of Mormon, it's taking off. Everybody's talking about Book of Mormon. And we get tickets to go. See. Have either one of you gone and see Book of Mormon before I go down this path? No, yes. but it's essentially a cleaner don't, don't, version don't, don't of ruin Desmo. Don't don't ruin it for everybody. But I am pretty sure this is what turned my kids gay. I, I can't be confident, <laughs> but I, I have a pretty pretty good <laughs> because it almost turned me. Uh, well, I mean, I, I was already not gay. For, but first it almost off, turned me first off, off NBs can't be gay because they're NBs. <laughs> But uh, so Book of Mormon, if you're not, I know, I know we have a global audience. I don't know how much around the world Book of Mormon is known, but it, it's a satirical play musical about the Book of Mormon. And the wife it is and hilarious. I did not do our homework on this one. No. <laughs> and we took our younger kids, like, I don't remember how young they were, but they were definitely too young to go see Book of Mormon. <laughs> and oh my God, I almost walked again. I, I am not a prude. I am perfectly comfortable with <laughs> yes, sexuality you are. and yes, all that you other are. stuff. But my God, Book of Mormon fired off. And I'm like, what does that guy have hanging between his legs? Jesus Christ, get the children. Oh my gosh! That so when you talked about Book of Laravel, it got me thinking of Book of Mormon, and then I remember how terrible of a parent I I really was. I was I was bad. I I have to back that up and say, teaching your children that being true to yourself is not being a bad parent. It's just counter to a lot of American politics. But being true to yourself is one of the most important things you can teach your children. Amen, brother. Yeah. Okay, should we move on? Yes. Or, or do you want to start talking? I have I have so much I feel like <laughs> I feel like Eric and I both have 20 articles in Trello. John What's has tre- a literal zero. What is Trello? You have eight eight cards. What are you talking about? 20 cards each. I want to start with just the easy easy credits. Elon Musk still sucks. If you're listening to our podcast, you have seen all of the parody stuff, all of the blue, the, the Twitter blue stuff. It's hilarious. It is bizarre. I have never seen somebody lose this much money in such a short period of time. There's not much to say beyond that. <laughs> you weren't at Wave BHP. This is he's lost billions. I was at Wave PHP. 
So you, bu- I, you bought me I drinks, have a question. which on top of what you were already losing, um, I consider yeah, a win. Talk so much. I got a question about the 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 whole Twitter blues. So first thing, I'm gonna I'm gonna come come up come out and say I'm already a Twitter blue person, but I did that to get the ability to edit tweets and things like that. But I'm paying like four dollars a month, so I don't I still don't have the little check mark there. The gray check mark. Right, the Greg check check mark verification thing. But here's my question: Why is that only something you can get through iOS? Like you have, oh. you literally have to purchase. Your I Twitter have Blue. the answer. Okay, let me finish the question. You literally have to purchase your Twitter Blue for eight dollars a month through an iOS iOS application. So either an iPad or an iPhone. Not, I don't even know if you can do it. On a Mac OS, nope, laptop. So you have you have you know why why Tom? This this to me, this is a conversation I had with a friend of mine last week, which is, let's say somebody asked you as a CTO to implement a credit card collection and then cyclical payment system. For I hope you can bring this back around quickly. 50, for 50 million users that, that meets the standards of uh, Visa, Discover, all the all the credit card companies. You to collect credit card data, you have to pass certain uh, tests. They have to they have to rummage through your garbage and make sure you're. Oh not my god! Able. How much longer are you going to ramble? Fucking get to the point. So he was so dead set on implementing this $8 payment system that he was willing to hand over all of the payment collection to Apple for a 30% cut of his own money just to get it rolled out as fast as possible. So Roger in our Discord, and I've heard I've heard this argument a couple times. iOS is the biggest market. I disagree with you, uh, especially when you talk For Twitter, about Twitter. Yeah, not at all. Especially when you talk about a global market as well. Uh, uh, we have uh, uh, Abdul in uh, in YouTube talking about how most third world countries only use I, uh, Android, so it wasn't that. I'm surprised by what you said, Tom, because that that was the only thing I I could possibly think of is that they wanted Apple to handle the payment processing. Yeah, absolutely. But you, I mean, you, Twitter already had payment processing in place. Like they already had a way to handle payment processing. They literally already had Twitter Blue. So but for I but still for don't understand that argument. Users? I don't, what what's that matter? Who cares? He fired, he fired everyone that knew how to implement this thing. Well, that's that's his problem. But I still don't understand the billions of users thing. I mean, if you're taking payments, I mean, billions of transactions are handled every day. And and if it is billions of users, then maybe he's not losing money after all. If you have billions of users paying eight dollars a month. To, to, for Twitter Blue, then maybe he's a fucking genius, and we never saw it. Except so I that don't he think it's a billion users. First off, it's a, yeah, no, it's not. Also, are you paying it? I'm not paying it. <laughs> no, the, I so far the only people I've seen who are paying it 
are people who intend to get banned that same payment period. What? No. So the, and, and, and the to rule, be clear, to be clear, to be clear, to be clear, there's more to Twitter Blue than the than the verification. Like I said, I'm using it. I have it on PHP Architect, all for the same reason. You can undo tweets. You can edit tweets. There, there uh, are yeah. other features, so it's not just that. But you're talking about actual human programmers who just had the rest of their friends fired and they didn't know. I mean, like this is, this is the whole thing about I, I we accidentally how fired that, you, how that changes the developers. Cause it's who got fired, how weeks. that changes whether or not because, it was iOS or not. Right. Somebody has to develop it, whether it's the person developing the iOS app to take payment or. Right. So they accidentally fired do, the Android do, guy. Do it via Stripe <laughs> where you can just, take credit card payments. No, I, subscri- I shit subscriptions you, I, are already built in. I shit you not. They accidentally fired the Android guy and when Elon went to the the cubicle farm and said, "Hey, we need to implement this." Somebody said, "Hey, the iOS guy is still here, but the Android guy got fired by by Tweetbot 2 days ago and so he can't do it." The, 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 isn't the functionality already there? Like I said, you can already purchase Twitter Blue. You can already purchase okay. it. The, the functionality for Twitter Blue... And, and fine. You know what? Fine. Is like they, fired the, they fired the Android guy. Of, Why can't you do it through the web? Why can't you do it through Chrome? Why couldn't you write it in two days? In, in two weeks? I... You want two me hours. To, I, 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 I you, will write, no, no. I will I will implement Livewire and Tailwind to, imp, to have a little check mark by everybody's name. I have no issue with that. If the there's service nothing, goes down, there's nothing for to create. Second. It's already there. It's they, they already that, there. And they don't have that many people jumping on to pay eight dollars a friggin' month. Yes, they do. It doesn't Whoa. matter. It's already there. <laughs> Listen okay, to me. But it's there in some. It's, it's actually probably more work. So listen, it's probably more work. I have Twitter Blue. PHP Architect have have has Twitter Blue. Neither as, one of us have the check mark. As a because, web software developer, because I can't we purchased you're making Twitter, this argument. Twitter Blue before they they implement this extra feature. It has to be more work for them to not give us the check mark, as opposed to saying, okay, if. If somebody has Twitter Blue, they now get a check mark. Now they're going through and say, "Oh, there are different levels of Twitter Blue, and only the newer people who purchase through iOS get this check mark." Yes, I'm speaking as a web developer. You're telling me that what they did was simpler than saying, "Okay, we're adding this new fe- feature you don't, to Twitter Blue." You don't think Stripe can handle that many transactions? A, no. B. Try to find the Stripe interface in 500,000 lines of code that are optimized for caching and for the fire hose and tell the user. So are you telling me they created a whole new app for iOS to do this? Create a whole new freaking app? No, I'm I'm saying they created, I'm saying they got a guy to create a flag. That's the reason the check mark is gray. They got a guy to create a flag and say, if iOS says they paid, then they pay. This is a dumb conversation. Can we move on? 
I'm, I'm fine with moving on. <laughs> I'm so about to GitHub, lose power. GitHub had a conference, and apparently they're like the new Google conferences, man. Everybody is talking about the, the GitHub conference. To get a uh, free VR headset? Probably. Did you did you talk about one of your uh one of your cards, Tom? Oh yeah, Elon still sucks. That was the name of the card. I don't see it, but could you move it over to show notes, please, so I don't lose it? That's horrible. Like that's it's not a link or anything. What am I supposed to do with that? Nothing. Okay, never mind. It so, anyways, a, it was a note to myself that I'm glad he's. Everybody is is just going crazy about this GitHub conference, and I, I finally I finally started checking out some of the tweets, and it's like, okay, so first thing, thank you Microsoft. Like Microsoft just decided, hey, you guys, you guys, I haven't you know seen how anything to do conferences. You haven't seen any of this stuff. I, oh my I gosh, haven't. I haven't either. All right, so let let me start with the with the. What I what I'm calling we're sorry we stole your code. Let us try to make it up to you. Tweet where GitHub announced that they're going to uh, dedicate ten million dollars to fund open source development uh, moving forward. Oh, ten boy. million dollars. That's so, not going to be nearly enough. So do you do you like do you not? I mean, I could just see them sitting around a boardroom with a bunch of lawyers saying, hey, we might have jumped the gun on Copilot and probably should have gotten a little bit more signed off. How should we fix this? Okay, so well, did we're you... just going to give $10 million to uh, open source developers <laughs> and see if they'll forgive us. Did you see the link that I have in my Trello board, which is to GitHubCopilotLitigation.com? I did not. I'm looking at it now. So this is a this is a standing class action lawsuit against GitHub Copilot for uh oh, and this is my favorite part. They they literally call it software piracy. Which <laughs> boy, if you wanted me to be empathetic is the wrong word. <laughs> but I, I don't they're not they're not necessarily wrong. They're not necessarily wrong. And now there are there are places where they are clearly wrong. They they're saying that uh, the GitHub Copilot ignored the licenses that were attached to the different open source projects. I know for a fact that GitHub Copilot did check the licenses, and if they matched a <clears throat> free use policy or a GNU policy then it was perfectly fine to take the code. Uh, and GNU, if you're not familiar, basically means free as in free, not free as in beer. You can take it and use it however you want with no attribution, no no commentary. So you could sweep thousands or hundreds of thousands of GNU open source projects and not be violating anything by not attributing because GNU at its core says attribution is not necessary. Is my understanding also welcome to the show. I'm usually wrong, <laughs> but Hey, you know, what's really nice is when I'm wrong, I catch it. 
like honey badger. When you're in production, a thousand things can go wrong. You could deploy a bug in your latest release. Your background jobs can silently fail. Someone could trip over the network cable at your data center. And this all comes back to you. You need to know when bad things happen and be able to respond to them quickly. That's why we built HoneyBadger. It's easy to install HoneyBadger in your back-end applications and front-end JavaScript. It only takes a few minutes of configuration and you'll have monitoring done. That's because we hook into popular web frameworks, job systems, and the browser so that when any of them crash, we can automatically let you know. We ping your application from our global fleet of servers to let you know about problems with connectivity, latency, and SSL certificates. And we monitor your recurring jobs to see if any of them stop recurring. When there's a problem, we alert your team using the tools you already use. We can create issues in GitHub, Jira, and other issue trackers, and send notifications via Slack, PagerDuty, or other channels. When you click through, you'll be taken to detailed information on the error. You'll see things like request parameters, headers, user information, and the backtrace. Click on any line of the backtrace to view it in GitHub, Bitbucket, or your local editor. When you fix a problem, just mark it resolved and follow up with the affected user. That's HoneyBadger, where the monitoring tool for web developers would rather be, well, developing. Thank you, Honey Thank Badger. you, HoneyBadger. Yes, uh, sorry, uh, Abdul. Yeah, the bot in, is a Discord bot. So if you want to suggest titles, uh, you need to jump into our Discord at discord.phpugly.com. And you should be yeah. over here with us anyway, because it's all week, not just but during the show. What kind of people would you even imagine finding there? I don't know if all this commands still work, Sevi. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. I need. I need to give the bots some love, but all sorts of uh, interesting people. Hey, did you run into Ralph by chance, John? I you did. Running into Ralph. Yep. I Ralph's did run one of my Ralph. favorite people. I. I uh, he, he is uh, fun to talk to. Yeah. All right. So, uh, talking about GitHub, talking about Copilot, co- talking about class action, talking about GitHub and slash Microsoft now giving ten million dollars to open source. Then they double down on on Copilot. So we've talked about Copilot for a very long time in the show. The good, the bad, the ugly. Get it? PHP ugly. Hello. <laughs> um, now, the thing that they're the the big thing they presented for Copilot. Well, there are a couple things they they presented for Copilot, but one of the things they did is basically they have it like Alexa. You now talk to your IDE editor. Oh, pilot writes your code for for you. I saw this. Oh, you did see this. You saw saw, this. I saw this. This is so. The funny thing about this is, this is something I already do. Like, I'm pretty sure my wife thinks I'm crazy because when I code. And I've been pair programming with uh, my Spanish-speaking kid in Discord. helping them with the, some Python work and they've gotten firsthand experience of it as well. But when I code, I'm like talking to the code. Like, I'm like, okay, why, you know, now I need you to do this. Now I want you to do this. Now we're going to do this. I don't know if I, of the three of us, if I'm the only one that does that, but I am, I'm bad at it to, from, from, from the perspective of, I, I'm pretty sure I, I drive my wife crazy. <laughs> 
with it. How she's on the other at, on the other end of the house in a different wing. It's very loud. <laughs> yeah. Hey but, Siri. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, what now time you'll, be, is it? you'll be able to just talk and co-pilot will write everything out for you. Yeah, this I can't is, see uh, anything going wrong there. Well, so this is an interesting this is an interesting hey remember the 90s thing for me. Okay. Like do you remember in the 90s when talking your word documents was the biggest thing in the world? <laughs> like Dra- the, Dragon Speak? Which, oh yeah. Is that what the, it's called? This this CD-ROM comes with the microphone. Microphones <laughs> are very rare. And like <laughs> No, but but the the implication here with Copilot is that they're enabling disabled people to still operate at the highest level of code. Listen, and, I don't need that competition, Tom. But but if you're talking anyway, as you're, I mean, if that's how you're inputting your code, because that's how you do it, aren't you going to get? the co-pilot responses anyway well okay i don't i haven't used their system but i have used co-pilot and the the natural language interpretation that they have implemented is very surprising and i have talked in the past about communicating with co-pilot via comments where I write a comment that says, my intention is this. And Copilot is very good at understanding intention. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I had to so, disable because it was driving me crazy. Yeah, because it's not, it's not for you. But I have friends who are wheelchair bound or paralyzed from the neck down or... Oh, I meant co-pilot in general. I don't not, think that's not, yeah, not talking that's to... That's what John was implying. I'm, I, but no, what I'm saying is that there are incredibly capable people who cannot type. I mean, Stephen Hawking is the best example of this, if not a trope. But this this is software to enable... The right, most talk though. I say like, Stephen Hawking not, actually not used the, the end. computer to talk. So no, not at the, no. <laughs> he could have just coded that whole time, you know. Not at the end. He was capable of talking for about forty years before he lost control of his larynx. It was a progressive disease. Jesus Christ, you guys are ableist. <laughs> okay, so I'm, we're I'm saying there. Oh, are... maybe we're not. Tom Tom has a, a a soapbox he wants to stand on here. Go ahead, keep going. You done? Fantastic. So if if another feature of Copilot is um, well, let me rewind this a little bit. If you've been in the Laravel Laravel world long enough, you've probably come uh, come up on. Uh, beyond code uh, the, the kind of the the one thing that everybody knows beyond code for is tinkerwell tinkerwell is a standalone application that runs tinker for you for your laravel app but they they have a lot of stuff they're, they're kind of like a kind of like a spotty thing you know they make all these apps that a lot of people use 
they had been talking mm. and promoting a new service that, th- that they created called what the diff.ai. And essentially, if my understanding of it is correctly, yeah. is that it would do code reviews for you when you submit a pull request. And it, it would, you know, intelligently tell you or make recommendations to your pull request. I hate and this. I uh, I had not played with it yet. I've been meaning to play with it. I, I I get it on my Twitter stream all the time, and I just hadn't had a chance to look at it. But I guess this is going to be something that GitHub offers via Copilot now, where Copilot is going to intelligently make recommendations to PRs on fixes and things that you can change. Uh, can I correct you? I don't think I could stop you, Tom. So what the diff is an AI that differentiates between what was happening and what is now happening. It doesn't make any recommendations. Mm -hmm. It just says previously we were checking for session counts on an attribute of the user. Now we're checking for session counts as a uh, relationship in the model. So it, it summarizes diffs, but doesn't make recommendations. So it just it just creates the PR for you based on your diffs, right? So when when gotcha. you, when you make a swath of changes, it just says, "Hey, this is different from this in this way." It's the mm-hmm. sort of inverse of Copilot. So what's the what's the AI of that then? Why, why why would they be using AI for that? So the AI for that is that it's accessible across multiple files, whereas previously we talked about how uh, Copilot is only able to read the current file that you're editing. Now this is saying, I. I'm trying to understand what it is you're doing and trying to explain why it's now different. And it's success. It, it, it has access to your entire project directory. Uh, these are sort of bigger issues within the AI coding space, which is what is, what does it have access to and where is it drawing code from? And the, what the diff <laughs> John's power is going to be randomly shut off during this podcast. I'm not sure if we've mentioned that already. He's just we going to be he's just going to be suddenly in the dark with one monitor hooked up to a UPS to provide lighting for his eight cameras hooked up to UPSs. But uh no, the so this what the diff is is it's trying to use human language to explain changes across two diffs and say like, I used to be looking up the carbon time. Now I'm looking up. Yeah. Well, buttery asked a good question. What do people not know what they do, uh, what they do in a PR. And I think the problem is most of us don't make good PR comments. We don't write a good description. So I think, this is just adding another level of this is what we think changed or how we changed it so that in case you missed it in the description, it's there. I will go further than that and say that the three of us as 
shameful as it is, are experts in our field. And that bringing on... You didn't see my talk at Longhorn. What? I I don't know how, but I lost power to my monitor instead of you losing powers to your... We are experts. We, we are very accustomed to being experts and writing out well-thought-out, complete commits and handling the, uh, things. OBS is a little wonky there, buddy. Yeah, my monitor just randomly shut off. Abdul, uh, so here here's the catch, right? I don't think anybody's accusing um, Microsoft oh, or GitHub bad. of actually stealing ideas. Uh, what they're what they're accusing them of is, is improperly using their code uh, and not adhering to a license that they. It, it, they're only supposed to be using open source code. I mean, th- th- this is... has been this has been a long conversation with there. There are some very, especially when we talk enterprise. There, there, there are very. Uh, non-trusting people where they think just using GitHub, because if you think about it, if you use GitHub, you're literally giving them the kings, the keys to your kingdom. You're giving them all your proprietary code, open source code, what, however you decide to categorize your code, you're putting it on their server. They have access to that. I mean, that's the dirty little secret in our industry, right? So, but nobody's accusing them of that. Nobody's no. saying that they're stealing ideas. And that's and that's why this lawsuit is going to crash and burn is because the only people that can produce evidence against GitHub is GitHub. So they can say all we've ever accessed is GNU projects where there's no attribution license and there's no restrictions on uh re-implementation and this this has been going on since the 90s when microsoft was accused of appropriating code from other operating systems where they hired uh people with intellectual property that did not belong to them and you know this is a fight that just keeps happening somebody pays two billion dollars no one fucking cares it just happens again and again. Apparently, they can't pat process credit cards on anything but iOS. I know it's a, it's the age old story of development. It's, it's a story as old as time. All right, All right we're running along. Are we? You're running along. You're you're just nervous. You're going to lose power. I'm not nervous. I'm going to. I'm going to. <laughs> well, before John loses power, I'm sorry for screaming into my microphone. We have to thank somebody very special in my life. Our patrons on Patreon. Thank you, patrons. I say, are you going to say thank you, Tom? Thank you, Tom. There you go. Yes, our patrons. Our Patreon supporters, we do appreciate. As Tom walks away at the most weirdest moments. What are we supposed to be talking about now? Oh my gosh. Wow. All right. All right. I'm so, going to go ahead. I was going to say, so yeah, I, I don't know. Go for it. I'm done. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so uh, I, another new tool that I didn't get to play with, and I will put into our uh, Trello board for Discord to take a look at. Another reason why you want to be on our Discord channel, because as we're going through a lot of these uh, topics, Tom doesn't like to share his screen. I share my screen. I would be showing you this stuff, but Tom doesn't do that. Uh, but we do share them in Discord. Uh, we have a little bot that will print them out. JetBrains announced a new, and we just lost John. I'm here by myself. Dear God, I'm on the Patreon. Oh, 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 we're okay. We're okay. Oh, Tom's back. We're okay. Jesus. I think John just lost power. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, I have the so- bladder. I have the bladder of a 10 year old. If you want to make an episode about that, we can do it. So uh, I was just talking about JetBrains just released a new product called Aqua Preview. Holy shit. I feel dirty talking about this without having John here, but it is cool as shit. Have you played with it? I haven't played with it yet. No, not so not it's not my territory anymore. I don't do QA stuff, but my best friend and uh, a good colleague of mine. Okay, b- I, before before you talk about that, can you explain what it is? Yes. So it's it's a browser. Well, boy, can I explain what it is? I mean, you're you're going. It, it, it's almost like um, it's an IDE whole- that has a browser integrated as a logical component, so you can say this is a thing I want to reference and it will go back into your code and say, here's how you reference this thing. What was that? What was that? Uh, what, what is that um, browser extension that you use that basically says, Hey, when you hit this page, look for these elements, fill out this form, make sure you go here. What was that called? What, selenium? There was a, Selenium, yeah, selenium, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what this reminded me of, selenium. Well, so this goes kind of beyond selenium and says, I want to have a selenium driver execute a test, but I don't want to figure out what the X path is for these components. Mm. Or like sometimes these components are modular, so the X path will change. So it's... It's a browser in in an IDE that says, hey, here's how you properly reference this thing. And hmm. when it executes, you can say, hey, this obviously is slower or faster. It needs a, a sleep or a wait. Or... But then it also has a number of features that are extraordinarily unique to the testing environments uh logging uh diff diffing tracking like same thing rendered differently mm-hmm. or different thing rendered the same it's it's a fascinating improvement in automated testing now Again, we like we literally don't do automated testing. None of us do. Uh, automated testing is the 
realm of S debts. And it's something that I am aware of, but I'm, I'm an integration tester, integration unit tester. This sort of inline behavior, Selenium stuff, I don't care about. Um, but it can it can generate random numbers. It can generate random URLs, random emails, and say like, "Hey, when you're on this field, generate an email." It's compatible with what Python, Perl, PHP, Java, and it generates a test suite that matches your existing test suite as a uh, as an SDET test, as an as an active test. It's it's a it's a really interesting tool. I sent it to my uh, QA team, and I'll mm-hmm. be hearing back from them uh, about how it works out for them in the next couple weeks. It's available for download right now, which is great. But it's a uh, it's a tool that did not previously exist outside of browser extensions that did it poorly. All right. You know, no. I have something to say. I'm not done either, but sure. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were cutting me off and saying we're going to bed. Well, I mean, at some point, go ahead. You you've interrupted you interrupted me. So by all means, keep fucking talking, Tom. (laughs) Laravel ten. Are you what? Yes. I am not currently in the Laravel community. As you remind us of every week. But Laravel 10 is making a big change that I have been a proponent of for a long time. And it deserves attention. Laravel 10 will be using native type declarations for everything. I think we talked about this already. Pretty sure we talked about this last week or the week before, but keep keep going because because we talked about uh, uh, doing a PHP stand that would let them know where they need to add it. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just so did, excited about this. No did more you, uh, No more dog matter, matter of fact, you know how I know? You know how I know God we talked it. about this? Wait, you know how I know we talked about this? Yeah, Benjamin Krozak, or I, I'm sure I put you that name, who wrote this article, tweeted about how you didn't remember his name as the author of this article. Did you not see Oh, that? that's not fair. That's not fair at all. It's totally fair. It sounded one on brand for Benjamin you. Benjamin Krozak. Go, go to the go to the go to PHP PHP ugly on Twitter. I I responded from the PHP ugly. Uh, okay, I have to be referenced in anything to understand. You, like, you were you were okay. So you have to hit me up on Slack to let me know I've got. A well, you should have gotten Twitter. a notification because I'm. Pretty I don't. Sure. Twitter sucks. I don't do Twitter. Where, where let did, me start uh, over. Let where, me start over. Go ahead. You start, start over. over. I'm, I'm going to find this tweet Here's and throw an it into uh, Discord for people to an laugh update at you to and a mock previous, you. An update to a previous conversation we had. Benjamin Crozat has pointed out 
that now all PHP 10 methods will be using native types instead of doc blocks. As we talked about a couple of weeks ago, but in episode 310, it was last week, he even posted a screenshot of the episode. That's how awesome he is. Getting very tired of people posting screenshots of me <laughs> saying something <laughs> wrong on this podcast. It's, Real- it seems like it's becoming a habit. <laughs> XDebug. What are you still talking for? I told you I'm I had covering the to news. talk about. I'm Go covering ahead. the news. I'm covering I the like news. I like Derek, so I'm going to let you talk about XDebug. XDebug in its Are weekly- we going to keep talking to John gets power back? Is that your plan? <laughs> hey, okay, so John would, never, John would never agree to this. But Oh, oh now, how, I'm in, now I'm interested. How would you feel about doing like a 24-hour podcast? Do you think you, you have it in you? Yeah. Especially right know. now. I have so much to work on. Oh, gosh. I don't know if anybody would want to listen to it. We, we need to do it for a good cause. I don't know. I don't know what we do it for. Okay, do your XD bug, and then we need to wrap up at some I'm point. So, I'm sorry. The, the only good cause I could think of was their rights. Okay. XD bug? Xdebug is moving along in a very interesting way. Uh, it really feels like Derek doesn't want to do this anymore. And he's just very tired. Full but, disclosure, we are a sponsor of Derek on GitHub. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm talking about the, the blog entries. It just oh it oh just, the blog entries I don't blame them yeah it always seems like a good idea until you start writing them it's right like, this is stupid <laughs> um, but the the big news is that PHP Storm's latest EAP twenty twenty two point three EAP number five supports XDebug's return value debugging which is the uh, the idea that values aren't lost once they're modified. You can look back in time and mm-hmm. see how values were modified. Uh, it's a, it's a big, important, helpful change for XDebug, mm-hmm. and PHP storm is the only thing that supports it right now. I'm still a VS code user. There was also a big article on. So Reddit. you're not a Laravel user, you're not a PHP Storm user, but you want to talk about Laravel and PHP Storm? Okay, got it. Check and yeah, check. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah. There's a big article on Reddit about uh, about implementing PHP support in Visual Studio, and anyone who replied to it or commented on it is immediately blocked from my Twitter. If you think you should be doing P- Visual Studio and PHP together, you are in a special category who don't get to talk to me. <laughs> All right. Cool. See, now, see I, I got my new keyboard in. I didn't even get to talk about my new keyboard. Look at that. I got my new keyboard in. You can. That's a Moonlander. No, it's not. This is the new. This is my new Kinesis. It's the new Kinesis that's modular, so it's. It's 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 the it's like a Moonlander 
And an advantage, Kinesis Advantage 2 had a baby, and this is what they made. Can I? This is called the Advantage 360, and it is an advantage of 360 degrees. I'm sharing on our Discord something I saw that was just fucking magical this week. A beautiful portable keyboard. Why is it in the Discord? Why don't you throw it in? Well, that goes nowhere. At least for me. Because Discord is for fans. Nope. Speaking of fans. Reddit. Reddit's not liking you. At least for me, it's showing up. Oh, wait. Is that URL is wrong, maybe? How about we take off a slash? Yep. You got too many slashes on there. Okay. Throw that in our Trello. I am a professional, and I can debug things like that. So I... I figure things out. I've lost our Trello. All right, this is the last last uh, last link going into Trello. John, our show notes. John's lost power. Eric's lost Trello. It's been a pleasure speaking with everyone tonight. Yeah, it's I'm, a good time. I'm so glad we get to continue doing this until I say something that gets me fired. Oh, was was that an option? Can I can I fire you? Nope. Probably fire you. You uh, you can't. Well, why did why did you say it then? All right. I mean, you've been fired before, and you're still on the show, so that didn't stop you from showing up. So haven't, I don't know what you're talking about. Haven't really been fired before. I I call it I call it you being fired. It makes me feel better. I've been told that uh, I'm. Fired? And working <laughs> below my pay grade? Oh gosh! Okay, you're working uh, below your pay grade. That 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 hurts. Yeah. No. Yeah. It does. Do I know that? Do I know? Oh, you 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 know who I have to thank for this keyboard, by the way, is your old boss. Your old boss, Jose. So, Jose. Uh, Josie. Anybody who knows me knows that I love my Kinesis 360. Uh, shit, Advantage 2. My Kinesis Advantage 2. Matter of fact, it's still sitting here on my desk. This has been my my main keyboard for the last couple of years. And I love this thing. Matter of fact, my keys are being worn out. And I've been thinking about purchasing a new one. Then I got wind of the fact that Kinesis was working on... Oh, I did actually end up purchasing a new, new one. I purchased the Moonlander, which is which is behind me. So I got myself a Moonlander, and we're this was it. This up, was we're going to end up with a sister podcast called Keep Talk. Yeah, because you keep talking about them. Where'd you go? I just I, I just lost I just lost you. Where all I did where was did plug you? in my computer. My well, that, I can still hear you if if, if that's good. Well, that's fucking <laughs> great. <laughs> so I did get a Moonlander. And I used it for a while, and I like this Moonlander a lot. I actually didn't get it to replace my Kinesis. I got my Moonlander uh, as a travel keyboard, and then I just didn't do a lot of traveling, so uh, whatever. But there were some features on the Moonlander that that I liked that my Kinesis didn't have, and there's some things in the Kinesis that I liked that the Moonlander didn't have. Then I found out that Kinesis was coming out with a modular keyboard, which is the Advantage 360, I, I got the Pro Edition, so this is even Bluetooth. 
and my God, I've been, I just got it in today and I have never felt so good using a keyboard. Now I haven't, I haven't, uh, had spent a lot of time with it. So did, did we just lose stream? Did we just lose the stream? I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> hey, Discord, am I still on the stream? I don't know. You let us know. But anyways, uh, I I just got this keyboard today, so maybe I will end up not liking it at some point, but I don't see that happening. I actually love this keyboard right now, and I am so happy I purchased it. All right, we're we're told that we're still in the stream, so let's go ahead and wrap this up before. No, before I, I magicked it away. It's we're good. Are you sure? I'm done I'm not, talking. I'm not sure that I properly explained the elephant situation. Well, let me see if I can let me see if I can name those elephants. I see a PHP Architect one. I see a Laravel one. Is that Laravel? Yeah, the red one. In PHP Roundtable. Yeah, you know, that's the tough one. That's the one people don't usually get is the round table. Hey, I was right. I, I, I would be the one to, to get that. Did I give that to you? No, I stole it. Well, that makes sense. That makes the sense. only thing you didn't give to me is a shirt and an elephant for I not tried to give, I tried being to give flexible. You. Yeah. <laughs> okay, at least you're honest. So. <laughs> I know who I am. No, but this the the elephants was a, a was a an intellectual power play for sure where I was being questioned as to my authority on like how services versus models get handled. And I was like, "Hey, I'm going to go uh grab a drink also. Look at my fucking elephants." <laughs> you don't know. You know how you so, get, you know how you you, get these? You, know you, get what these noticed, by, you get these by being the best. I noticed you said, oh, yeah, you know, I know Taylor. I know Derek. I know you, know, you talk about all these people you know in how how starstruck your, your other developer friends are. I don't ever hear you say, oh, yeah, I know Eric. And you say that the people are impressed. <sighs> That's true. Hey, it's been well, a great, that, it's that been a great episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Did you hate it? Thanks for hanging out with us. I'm Eric. I'm Tom. Uh, jo- John's Keep in a blackout. Keep it ugly. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'm going to drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'm going to send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas because he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet. Unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this because the people love me. Shouts out to people. PHP, the ugly, it's called ugly cause it's not professional, but I'm about to come through and bless you with style, so let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room, yo, the segment of the show is called doom and gloom, that came from Thomas, yeah, can nobody go beyond this, I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise, yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish, we talking about the PHP, the programming language, about to break it down, no exaggeration, what do y'all do for a living web applications, okay, I 
I can dig it. My words spray tight. Uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights. Yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude. I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube. So let's get it. You know my lyrics are major. All up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing. Keep it ugly. We ending every show with the saying, it's lovely. Let's go. Yeah.